this song fits the uh, 1991. Uh. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the second part of our Use Your Illusion double pad podcast of Point Break. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. I'm Scotty Coppage, and she takes the skin off chicken. Punk, quarterback punk, it's Shannon Coppage. Yeah, that's totally me. I, I'm very healthy. <laughs> healthy. <laughs> I'm so healthy. <laughs> and today we are joined by Blue, Blue Fame's Fame special Ben Remmert. Welcome to the show. What's going on? Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> so for our comfort food for this comfort movie, in honor of Angelo Pappas, Meatball Subs. Utah, give me two. Oh my god. How did they turn out, guys? <laughs> Fantastic A-plus all the way around on the subs. Agreed. They were freaking amazing, and I'm not just saying that because I made them. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually did wish I had two, you know? I was like, that I, was I, almost, I was almost like, hey, can I get two? And I was that like, was oh, a I good idea. I, I only, like, buttered, like, you, three rolls. You know what? Yeah. We washed them down with ice-cold Coronas, though, yeah. and all was right in the Ex- world. Except right. for me. Y'all, y'all did Coronas. <laughs> y'all stayed in character. <laughs> <laughs> we're committed. We're method. Y'all were method. I definitely I had a feeling about those Coronas. I was gonna stick with my IPA, but. <laughs> so we watched the 1991 Point Break. I want to go around. Everyone say how much they love the movie when they first saw it and the relationship to it. And we're gonna do it. In the, like this is how you're gonna grade it. Babbitt and Alvarez, not at all. Pappas, yes. Bodie, I'm all in. Or Utah, I'm transformed by this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon. I think I'm going to say Pappas. Um, <laughs> I would actually say that I was probably on the lower scale, like below Pappas a little bit before. Uh, I don't know that I'd ever, this is the first time I've really sat down and really paid attention because you've had it playing multiple times. I get a little, I don't know. <laughs> but I enjoyed it more this time, so it, it went all the way up to Pappas. What about you, Ben? I think I gotta go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Bodie on this one. I was transformed. I'll, I'll tell you what. Look, no, that's Bodie's Johnny all, Bodie, Utah. Bodie's. I'm all in. I'm yeah. all in. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm all in. And, you know, watching it, the movie's over the top. Um, it's action packed the whole time. Yeah, some of the lines are a little bit, you know, cheesy or however you want to call it. But uh, I really enjoyed the the scenes and the, and the shots from the extreme sports that were in there. I, I, I like this movie a lot. And and the drinking game was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, you know the the ridiculous I, nature of it made for more more fun. I mean, but the ridiculousness just came in like every once in a while. I mean, what are some of the things that were in the drinking game before we get into other things? Feelings. Whenever <laughs> Keanu Reeves is having a feeling, uh, then pa- you have to drink. Papa shirts. Uh, anytime he had uh, like a uh, like a weird surf shirt or something on, different design. <laughs> Oh wait, no! Uh, they, when they were jumping fences, jumping fences, jumping fences, jumping fences is a drink. Um, you take a drink in honor of the dogs in aviation. From yes, Bodie throwing a pit bull at <laughs> Johnny Utah. I think there oh, was one. In, uh, anytime there was like slow motion ocean with uh, whale sounds in the background, kind of going on, <laughs> ambient music going on. Yeah, that was fun. Where'd you find that? Like an app? There's. A, it was like Google Google's bringing it up. Yeah, and, and I looked ben it up, Rimmer. and like there's all. Um, <laughs> That's where we got that. I'm Johnny Utah. I'm transformed by this movie. I saw this movie '92. Had the had a had a poster of it in my bedroom in high school. Had the soundtrack. Seen it a million times on cable. I, I'm absolutely, I'm 100 in this movie. All right. So I you're like- more of a Bodie than. No, I'm no, Utah. No, I'm transformed Utah. by all this. Okay, Bodie okay. was all. But in. I'm all in. Johnny oh. Utah was transformed. Okay, okay. 
You so, know, he was a straight-laced well, guy. Yeah, and then he threw his badge in the water and yep. it was over. Yeah, yeah, his first as, case. As quickly that as was his one and only case. <laughs> it really was. It really was. Uh. <laughs> so, like, some things, like, I know it's movies, but you can't learn how to surf in a day. No, absolutely. Like, I mean, I tell people, hey, have you gone surfing? Would you do a surfing when you in Hawaii? I was like, no, I did boogie board or whatever. It's sure. Like, it's like, no, it takes months and months if not years to sure. learn how to okay. surf okay i think this is a silly thing because i mean like we didn't watch groundhog day and think he learned how to play the piano in a, like a day you know or what are all of the things that he learned like professionally the, like harold ramus says that he thinks that in groundhog day he was in punk Stalling for like ten thousand years yeah yeah that's what we're saying it doesn't have to be a day that could have been like weeks you know we don't know <laughs> they had to get out. They had to get him by the I mean, summer. Look, they they had a they had a montage, right? With uh, it feels like it was, it feels like it was, it was over days. It was the morning, right? Then, Six a.m. sharp. Like, that night, not a minute later. That night he was in the football game. Exactly, exactly. No, that's exactly. This is why we're disappointed. This in is our why lives. we love we love this movie so. Much. Yeah, that, that, this that, is that, why they, we're disappointed they, in our lives. Oh we're expecting what? everything he's, to happen. Hey, he's a quarterback for Ohio State, right? So he has the talent. The talent's there. <laughs> Balance. <laughs> oh lord. So I listened to the score on this movie. It feels like the score is like too much if you listen to it on YouTube. But like the the, the good snippets like is what they use in the movie, which like I think the score is really great. The soundtrack is really good, and it's very good in this like rockin' early '90s pre-Nirvana sure. way that like. Sure, they you know they went to the house party. They even had Jimi Hendrix playing in there mm -hmm. at one point. And yeah. The guy kept going off his tongue. He I don't did. Know. He did. Like you we're crazy. Just, we're crazy, man. You just see people looking crazy. <laughs> but I, you know, I I enjoyed it. And there there's a lot of uh, was it orchestra? You know, they get like real intense and they're like, oh, we're fighting and be like, nah, 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 nah. and you're just like, all right. I really took it over the top, man. I, this made me think. Like, I really wish I were, and I thought this multiple times. I wish I was like a teenager early 20s in the 90s and I wasn't and I'm sad I feel like I feel like that was in, in Southern time, California that was the time for me <laughs> just in general let's what? let's bring back let's bring back the 90s what are you talking about Shannon what uh, like the styles the music I could wear Bleach blonde hair, bleach blonde hair, or, or like a wetsuit, a wetsuit, yeah. all a tank, all a tank top that's tied on 90s. one sleeve, <laughs> yeah. or like Bodie, like the, um, the shirt that's like that he was just talking about that. No, he was all <laughs> torn, and he was like, I don't need another shirt, even though I've got all this money. When you I got it, when you have to surf in the morning and rob a bank at, in the afternoon, you don't have time for shopping. <laughs> you have to, you, you just have to make do, and that's when you tie it and put it back on. So Anthony Kiedis, lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers, is in this movie. This is the same year that, Red, that Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out. So he has this huge breakthrough. My Aunt Dee said that as a boy, I would say, that would be a waste of time. <laughs> like Anthony Kiedis, I have no memory of this, but I, be, I absolutely believe 100% I was probably doing this. Um, that does sound like you. Everything Anthony Kiedis does in this movie I think it's like hilarious. He's just getting the crap kicked out of him by everybody. Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, they get shot in the foot. He's like screaming, just like thrashing on the bed. It th <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is that what you do when you're really into a song? You, like, I guess you thrash. Your chest? Like, it's emotional. It's emotional. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
the skydiving scene mm. is so great. You know, when I see that, like, I think this is absolutely this is what I think friendship looks like. When you're like, come on, Johnny, and like, you know, they're getting. I was like, I want free this fall so together. Yeah. But don't you think he did that on purpose to like bring him in? Because I mean, that that I think directly leads to him jumping in front of Brody and saving his life. Don't shoot, and in the meantime, getting his partner killed. I think I think a lot of it too has to do with. Uh, you know, they're always trying to push the limits. They're always trying to reach the limits. And, you know, skydiving, uh, especially in 1991, with the way they did, like, the, the film of that, I think that were like, they were like, this is the ultimate thing we can do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it does, man. I mean, it's something, I think it, it brought them together closer, you know. Well, but don't you, don't you think that maybe trying to bring Keanu Reeves into that, even knowing he was an FBI agent, that was, like, the ultimate? It was like, you know, instead of running... Which would be smart. No, we're go- we're gonna try to bring. We're gonna him turn in. this guy. Exactly. We're yeah. Turn yeah. him. And it, it was an adrenaline rush. You know, I, I said that during the movie. I said, Golly, if I was if I was in Keanu Reeves' situation and that was it, you know, that skydiving scene. That's my. That's definitely the highlight of uh, for the movie for me. Uh, I was like, Yeah, nope, I'm done. I'm turning. Let's go rob some banks, guys, and, and travel the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's his first case. Like you said, this he's not. He's not like 20 years committed. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> this is what I need to do. I've been trying to figure out how to travel full time. Thanks. I, 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 <laughs> that's do what wa- it is. <laughs> I do want to see a movie where. Angelo Pappas is the one who went undercover, mm. and it's just it's just Gary Busey trying to be friends with these guys and making like all that work. What's funny about that is that he would wear his his mask, his president mask would be his own mask, Gary Busey, <laughs> <laughs> and it, I think it would uh, it would work. People would be like, oh, we saw Gary Busey go through, but it wasn't him, right? <laughs> that would be hilarious. That that would that actually is not a bad idea to have like a mask made of your own face, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Why would I do that? That would be ridiculous and stupid." Gary Bo- Gary Busey, how much do you like him in this movie? On a scale of okay to, I want Angelo Pappas to be my best friend at work. <laughs> I definitely want him to be my best friend at work. He's all, he's smoking a cigar, like walking in, the in wor- at work at work, <laughs> the place where he's like. I don't even. I peel the ch- the skin off my chicken. He didn't you know? say that. Harp said that. Well, yeah. I know, but he, that was because he said I like a really clean, healthy shop, and there's like donuts in there. He's smoking cigars, walking the halls. I call. I call. I call it bullcrap. Yeah. I mean, I look. Know. I think this is Gary Busey's only like notable film. Film. Uh, film. So I think words. It came real fast with. Um, Hey, you're the new guy, rookie. To oh, you support the uh, the surfer theory, and now you're on my side. Uh, so I, I think I'd be real good friends with with Gary Busey. And if you noted, um, he always had uh, Johnny Utah's back when he it did. when it got ugly. He was there all the time, and, and up until the end, you know, of course. That's what you want in a mentor. We want an, an administrator. Everything. Not, I think all our bosses need to look to Angelo Pappas. Um, yeah. Angela Pappas died <laughs> at the end, I should point out. <laughs> but he did it backing up his guy that and he had mentored. That's true, but I mean, I don't think that they would want to back you up like that because they like life. <laughs> they like breathing. Well, you know, after 22 years of uh, robbery. Uh, he was like, eh, I'm giving it up. <laughs> I can't get out, but I need to get out. This is the only way. John McGinley, he plays hard. His performance is so different than like most police police chiefs in like the action genre. And he's like kind of just kind of smug. He isn't like yelling at them all the time. He is right. yelling at them, but he is like kind of like it's like you wanted them to fail. It, it's almost like yeah, like everything is like oh this is such such from the DEA um, or that's not to be a police officer. It's just like yes. Hmm. 
It also seemed like he didn't know what the hell was going on most of it, you know? Like, he'd be like, what? What are you doing surfing? I know I agreed yeah. to this, but now it I It bothers me. You, you know, know? what it's like. And it, it, I love cool, what he, leads do you have to go on, I, I love. I love how his, like, surfboard, he's like, why'd you bring it in here? And he's like, it sticks out the back of my car. I can't lock it. <laughs> and I feel, in 1991, I feel like this is such a foreshadowing of, like, all our bosses now. Because he's like, you know how we get the bad guys? Crunching data. Data. And it's like, it's like data. It's like, and I think everybody who works anywhere and like they're getting hounded by data. It's like data isn't solving everything and it isn't the answer. Also, so, that's know. not why you go into it. People go into the FBI because of Point Break and they think that's what their lives are going to be. <laughs> and then they're just like sitting in the do, office. Do you think they, they went into the FBI when um, Sansa of the Lambs came out? <laughs> <laughs> I would like, have. Track down serial killers. Yeah. I guess bank robbery, serial killing, I don't know, they're two different, two different animals right there. In the last robbery, should that cop have made the, the move? Absolutely not. No, they're insured. <laughs> hey, well, okay, the first of all, look, he, he, was, he was with the bank guard that already was disarmed and was like, back me up, man. And it's just like, it's just like that guy clearly has a scared look on his face. He's not going to back also, you up. Also, we all know bank guards are like, they go into that thinking that they're going to save the day, right? I'm 60 yeah. years old. I'm, a, I'm an extra <laughs> it's cop, just, it's retired. A, it's an easy job. It's an easy job. That's, I, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Um, and like, like um, uh, Bodhi says, the money's insured. It's not mm -hmm. worth your life. Yeah, insured. Right? So, Exactly. Just stay down. Yeah, trying exactly. to be a hot shot, like, trying to save the day. What's going like, on? Like I worked in a bank for a few years and they talked about like what you would do like in a robbery. And it's you give them everything. You used to work at a bank? Uh, yeah, I worked at Union Square for a while. Oh. Yeah. I worked at a credit um, union. You had like a little button that you could press. <laughs> but like you know what? In that situation, I'm not gonna push it. I'm gonna sure. just get the guys out of there. You know? Sure. Um Yeah, wrong move. So I feel like this guy yeah. yeah. Don't don't be a hot shot. Just like you know, if, stay if, down. if you know if it was one on one or something, like guy comes in with a gun, takes money out of the drawer. Okay, maybe. But he had like four There's guys with like shotguns. Five. It's five. Keanu, what are you doing? And the what four you, ex what are you doing? If he had lived, he would have been in so much trouble too, because there's nothing but civilians in there. And I'm no sure. cop, but I'm pretty sure that that's like frowned upon. You know, just wild gunfire with sure. civilians. You could argue that uh, Keanu when uh, when they they. Robbed the first bank that they were aware of, and he shoots the back of the car out, and they get into that that chase scene before uh, Patrick Swayze does like the the flame uh, gas yeah. pump. Mm -hmm. You could argue even that that there's civilians in the background. Yeah. He shouldn't have fired his gun at all no. on that. Because what if what if it it hit the driver and the driver ran into sure. a bus? And it's a lot of collateral. It, and it seems like in L.A. especially or wherever there, Southern California, we don't know. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. Are there cooler bank robbers than the ex-presidents, like in mm, any movies? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, what's Bandit? I liked Bandit. Oh, with Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton? Have you yeah. seen that band? I have not seen that. You forgot the female. Why are you Kate, forgetting the female? Well, because she's not really a bank robber. Uh, she was an integral part of that movie. I, it's I, Kate Blanchett. It's a really good movie. I did like, uh, we talked about it the last time I was here, those two Texas guys that go around, and it was a movie. Come Hell or High Water. Come Hell or High Water. So those guys are so cool, calm, collected. And, but I do like why they were robbing the bank to to get to the next vacation spot or uh, get to the next wave or carry out their adventure. Where it's hell or high water, I think they maybe they had like more. No. They, had like a, they got house. They didn't get the money on there. My, my, my the plane things. landed halfway through the movie, yeah. so I didn't yeah. get to watch all of it. But what about the one with Robert Redford? Oh my god! That oh, was uh, I didn't get to watch that it one. It was fantastic. Uh, Old Man and Old the Gun. Man. Yeah, but the, the, you know they, like, they shot you know, that one off, right off I thirty five in that bank, that round uh, bank. That's right off I thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that, that one was fantastic because he's just like so smooth and everybody's just like, he just seemed happy, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I couldn't dislike him. He was so happy and nice. He was well, a gentleman. It, it's like it's like Bodhi said too in, in the movie, you know, you might like it. You might like it, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm sure it's a adrenaline rush. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, they wouldn't have been doing it if it weren't. <laughs> They're like, it's the biggest rush. Who are you in a bank robbery? The bag man, crowd control, getaway driver. Because he had to have thought about I'm it at some control. point. I'm crowd control. You like Bodie? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna walk <laughs> on the like. On the like teller. <laughs> on like, the teller window stations. areas. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I think I agree, Shannon. I'd definitely be crowd control in that situation. Just pistol whipping people left and right. Like, Ladies don't look at me. Keep your head down. Do not panic. We are just here just for 90, 90 sec seconds of your 90 life. 90 seconds of your life. We're out. <laughs> you got to have charisma to be Yeah, for sure. Control, you absolutely right? do. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be yeah. convincing. You yeah, know? you have to be convincing. You have to convince them that it is in their best interest to stay on the ground. See, and I think that's another reason that cop went for that. If they were focusing on the crowd and not in the uproar mm. that was going on in between them from this, like, unplanned deal, I don't think he would have done it. He mm. notices that they're distracted, and he goes for it. Yeah, they went I, for the vault at the end, you know? Yeah. I couldn't be the getaway driver. I can't parallel park. <laughs> I'm not a good driver. I I'm can't, sure, I can't. Everybody's I'm watching. I'm sure that's on the experience needed <laughs> list of getaway driver. Parallel parking is paramount. If anything, they might have the most difficult job. You know, people are like, oh, there's a lot of pressure when you walk into a bank. But at the end of the day, now you have to get away and get exactly. away from police or anyone else. You know, you're well, driving, trying not to hit people, trying not to wreck. And the bank know. part is unexpected. Now right. they know what, they've caught on to what's going right. on and they're after you. I looked this up one time. Um, the number of bank robberies that are successful and they don't catch them is super slim. They catch everybody. There's like a trail of money or like they, there's all kinds of mistakes being made. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, Rizzo's really enthralled it's, with their snoring. You know, cause I think when I go into a bank, you know, you've seen all these movies, you think, what would I do in this situation sure. or how would you do it? And like, you know, the fact is like, I think there were some people that saw this movie and like were taking like Bodhi's like language was like fear causes hesitation all this stuff and they're like yeah we'll do that and like these like teenagers got like a cab driver to like be the getaway like guy and like then they they got caught because the cab driver was like what's going on here oh, I'm just gonna drive off so they come out with the money and it's like there's no car they get arrested immediately there's like mm. all kinds of most of the stuff is like that they're like it is they're not right. they like mastermind bank robbers. You know, where it's like Inside Man or any of these movies like that. Um, I still think Old Man and the Gun was the best because there would only be one person that knew what was happening, you know, and it was in their best interest to stay silent. And uh, I think I think that was the best once you have more people that have caught on to what's happening. We always have, um, not necessarily bankrupt, but like Catch Me If You Can, Lean On oh, the Cow. Yeah. You know, he was what, forging checks or yeah. and that was before and no uh, one knew. the system yeah. caught up, technology caught up mm -hmm. to what he was doing or whatever. But he, but he still had like disguises or like played a role or whatever to like talk people into getting information. He needed charisma. Yeah. No. You gotta be Leo. <laughs> Frank Agnale was great. Yeah. Frank Agnale. So I worked at a bank and the bathroom was really tucked away in the corner and I always hoped if we got robbed I was like I'd be in the stall on standing on the toilet so like you know what 
if you're in in and out in 60 seconds, you're not gonna be busting up in that bathroom sure. like checking that out. You know, it's so, like I thought about that like a lot. I like how you're standing on the toilet so that if they come if in, they because do. you know, like in movies, they never actually open the door. They just like look underneath <laughs> to make sure there aren't any feet. You know, yeah, it, it'd be completely improbable that they'd actually open that stall door, right? No. Is this your favorite bank robbery movie? We already talked about this. Uh, no, no, no. We just talked about you. this. There's Inside Man. There's Dog Day Afternoon. Set it off. The Town. Um, Old Man and the Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I pick Hell or F. High Water. Hell or High Water. Old Man and the Gun. I really loved that movie. Okay. Um, I, I haven't seen any of those movies, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I do like this movie a lot. I think I think the the ex presidents thing. I think that's super clever. Um, and they call each other by the names mm -hmm. too, so they're like code names or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I like this movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. for bank robber movie, I guess. This movie lives and dies with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. What is your favorite Patrick Swayze movie? Keeping Mom. Shannon's <laughs> <laughs> not even trying to like go along with stuff. Like, I, 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 like, it the, is my favorite Factor Swayze movie. <laughs> he's in it for like five minutes. No, he's in it for longer. He's a creepy golf pro <laughs> that's like hitting on the dude's wife. He's super creepy. <laughs> so Patrick Swayze had this big run in this like five year period, like a Roadhouse ghost True. next of kin point break. True. Twelve years later, he's in this movie Shannon's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he was in that movie Tall Tale too. He played Pecos Bill in that movie back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, what's Tall Tale? It's it's. I think it's a Disney movie, and it kind of <laughs> it's kind of like oh. set in the old west, and yes. they have they have like legends like uh, what's John Henry and uh -huh. uh, Pecos Bill and things like that. But this guy gets kind of like swept up into like some dreamland or something where yeah. he's like involved in. Anyway, Patrick Swayze is in it. He's good. That wouldn't be my favorite. I think Roadhouse would be my favorite. Dalton trying to make a difference, turn this bar around, but still has all the uh, same sweet moves that he has in Point Break. Uh, he had some badass uh, uh, Roadhouse kicks. Like, and, yeah. I mean, I mean, he was, he he kicked some ass in this movie. Uh, what he beat down a old boy from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Is it Akitas? Um, and like War Child? <laughs> <laughs> War Child. This is War Child. No, but what was his real name? It was it's like, like really like yeah. Pittman. Yeah. 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 Something Pittman. It's like no wonder he goes by War Child. Think about that when you're naming your children. They could be skinheads. <laughs> oh, Nazi surfer assholes. Nazi um, surfer assholes. So let me give you some options for else you could have played Bodie. Mm. 90s Brad Pitt. River Phoenix. No. I don't know if we ever no. saw him in the wild role like this, but I feel like he could have done it. Kiefer Sutherland, who's kind of like this in Lost Boys. Ah, uh, yeah, he's kind of like, man, that that's not too far-fetched, you know? It's true. I don't know if he his sense of adventure is there, but I don't know if the, the skill is there. You know, I mean, this guy is like a master parachutist, surfer, karate master. But you also have to have the crazy. Don't forget the crazy. Sure. I think Brad Pitt could have pulled off the crazy. Yeah. I I think out of the options given, uh, Keith or Sutherland could have done it, but he, you know, and he's, I don't think he's quite as smooth as Patrick Swayze is either, you know, with the words and the Zen talk and all that kind of no. stuff like that. It was completely believable. Yeah. So I don't know if this would be a good time to bring up the, the, the article that I read about comparing to Fast and the Furious or not. Because it's the best time to bring because, it up. Okay. So because you can say. Right now. Vin Diesel, not in the 90s, obviously, but Vin Diesel plays this calm, collected, 
quote unquote gang leader, when people are, are panicked or his cronies are panicked, he keeps it calm. So basically I read an article that, that compared, they basically said Fast and the Furious was a ripoff of Point Break and they gave two pieces of evidence. One of them was that Vin Diesel and Keanu Reeves both, or Johnny Utah, both eat tuna fish sandwiches and they both drink Corona. But after watching the movie, I think there's more similarities than that even in there. You have two undercover cops uh, in each movie. They, they have to get in with a gang of people. In one case, it's a surfer group. In the other case, it's a bunch of car nuts. They have to friend someone to help them get introduced. In this one, it was, um, what, what's the girl's name? Tyler. Tyler. Um, hey, you're going to help me. I'm going to get in through you and inter introduce to Bodhi. Through the other one is uh, Georgina Brewster's character in Fast and the Furious, where he actually ordered the tuna fish sandwiches at the restaurant. That's how he met Vin Diesel, found out he was a car nut. Then he has to learn a skill, in one case surfing, and the other case call it drag racing in a car or expert driving. Um, so the similarities are there. They both rob people. One of them was an electronics truck in Fast and the Furious. The other one's uh, Banks, obviously, in Point Break. Um, so I think it's really interesting to look at that, you know, I didn't write that article or whatever, but going on and then after reading that and then actually seeing the movie, there's a lot of similarities between Fast and the Furious. And you could even argue that, uh, Paul Walker, he has a bunch of cheesy lines in there too. Like, check it out. It's like this, you know, when he's like first meeting the gang and there's a lot of that going on in point break where you're just like, ah, it's not believable, but the action's so over the top, it makes you want to watch the movie. It's like a movie you, you, uh, you you love to hate or what's what am I looking for? But I think love to hate like a good. guilty pleasure. Guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure, even you know, and I, I do I enjoy Fast and Furious uh, for the same reasons I enjoy Point Break. It's over the top action constantly. The acting's not all the way there, and the lines aren't all the way there, but the action makes up for it, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with there's a lot of mirroring there. There is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for this kind of story when people do it right. Like I guess the Fast and right. Furious. Um, and point, but Point Break didn't have like five sequels. So. <laughs> right? Yeah, it does get a little. Uh, and yeah, you know, I've met you know, there's two different types of Fast and the Furious people. There's the people that like one through three, the early ones, and then there's the people that come on like my sister, and they go through like four through six or seven or whatever it goes to when the Rock gets in it, and it's way over the top. So it's like it's Star cheesy Wars. at the beginning, but then they have like a budget <laughs> later on. <laughs> And then they're like, let's just get tanks and submarines. And it's like, <laughs> what are we going to do with that? You know, I don't know. So I like the early stuff personally in the, in the car racing or whatever, but the lines are just as you're cheesy. Mm -hmm. you're, you're a fast and furious purist. <laughs> Bodie's got the coolest party going on. And I'm still, I like his snort and almost drowning right there. You but, caught him at just the right moment as he was taking a sip. Bodie's got the coolest party going on. And I feel like I'd still want to be home by 10 o'clock. I'd be like, okay. But like, Utah goes to the party, goes surfing, um, is with Tyler. Then he's like late to his own raid the next morning with the guy. Because he yeah. slept on the beach. Which, first of all, the he's raid. He's now a beach bum. We were talking about earlier the, the original raid with like the, the mean surfer guys, Anthony, Kiedis. You know, the it's mean like. surfer guys. You know, like, let's run their background. Oh, assault this and all this. But their bank robbers are smart. They've gotten away with like 27 bank robberies at the time. Why? 
they don't fit the description at all. Exactly. Why would you think that these are the guys? If they had clean records, it'd be better. You'd right. be like, yeah, okay. They're driving all over the freeway, causing trouble, and beating people up and all this. No, Patrick Swayze and crew are low key. Mm -hmm. But to answer the question. They're love, not war. <laughs> <laughs> the, the best party ever. You know what? They had Jimi Hendrix playing. There's some fine ladies going on there. You know, maybe there's some drug use that was implied. I don't know. But the, the night surfing uh, with the guy spitting the corona on the fire, I think they stabbed a, a bottle of like Kingsford uh, lighter did, fluid. Yeah. The lighter, yeah. you know, was, I'm all about that. It took him too long to just squirt that whole bottle. And then he's like, the he's shooting his leg out over the flames. <laughs> he keeps like kicking logs around. Or, fiery logs back into it with his bare foot. But you <laughs> know, that was the first time uh, I think. Uh, Johnny Utah felt okay. This is what surfing really is. He, you know, there's a lot of woos and all this. I'm doing it, and I think that was their first uh, real connection with with um, Patrick Swayze's character right there. And that was like the beginning of before they do the skydiving and you're supposed to turn to the dark side, kind of a, a moment. So I really, I, I would have stayed. I would stuck around for the party. Stuck around for the I would have stuck around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back to the guy that keeps on kicking the fiery logs. Well, cause I wasn't thinking about it, but he was the one that like kidnapped the girl at the end. And he was like, he's like blank, you know, if three o'clock comes, he's going to gut her like a fish or whatever metaphor he used for her ultimate demise. Um, but yeah, so I didn't even think about that. And yeah, he apparently is not feeling so I don't even know how this guy makes it's it a gift screw why would they want to be around Rosie uh, they need a guy he said it's a gift he just he just doesn't have emotion so I guess he or would be the guy that yeah. would be like pulling the trigger when it comes down he does to all it. the shit you don't want yeah. to yeah yeah <laughs> Rizzo is anyone um, here jumping out of a plane no parachute for anyone is there somebody with a parachute that I can find? <laughs> you mean that's already jumped? In the air, yeah. Yeah, because that's what he did. Sure. He, didn't, well, he didn't jump out just like, there's nothing out there. Like, he's got... She, well, well Shane is down. She didn't even need to have a, like, a reason. Like her husband or her dog. I was just, no, well, no. Is there know, somebody me, out there I could like piggyback off their parachute? You or, know? you know, the real question is, Scotty, is Shannon's being held hostage and you know that you have to jump in order to save her. Otherwise, that's Patrick's right. is gone. Would you do it? Or wouldn't you do it? Is Rizzo still alive? Because yeah. I feel like that that would be a big deal. Rizzo's asleep on the couch he, the whole time. He, he he needs to be back for her. You know, I think that's like where he's at right now. I feel like he's oh, like yeah, ah, I gotta get back to Rizzo. I out of the crate. It's uh. past her feeding time. She is just on her own. <laughs> I don't know if I'm jumping out of an airplane with a parachute on, much less <laughs> um, no parachute to maybe get Shannon. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm in. Yeah, Let's I think this. I think I'm in too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're the we're we're the like uh, crowd control. We're jumping out of planes. We're doing all the to, things. To me, we're, that that the both the skydiving scene. That, that that's the highlight in, of the movie right there. We're all me. in the like bank robbing scenario. We're like, let's do this. <laughs> do you think Johnny's still with the FBI at the end of the movie? I, I, I don't, I mean, you know, look, he throws his badge into the water. Like we said, it's his first case. Um, apparently he's surfing every day um, at the end, in his words. I, I don't think it was for him. I think he always kind of was, had like a Bodhi at heart and, and realized that along the way and that the FBI is not going to be uh, where he's going to be able to fulfill that. Not necessarily full blown like bank robbery or whatever, but 
definitely a sense of adventure that he's not going to get from the FBI. So no, I don't think he is. I think he. I, I think he is in. I think he is in the FBI just for the simple reason that he could not have afforded to go all of these places <laughs> um, with his like oh. no money thing Okay, on, well let me, you know? well, right, like, let me let me rephrase that. I, th I think he was in the FBI up until the end. Why would he try to arrest him or whatever? But at the very end, after Bodhi takes off to the wave, um, and he, throw, yeah, and he throws his badge. No, I think I think, I think he really was done. But. I think that's clear, you know? Yeah, was, uh, yeah I'm, I'm done with you. But I mean, I, I just don't think he could have afforded it. I mean, we saw, remember when they he like woke up with Tyler in the bed, and he's got like this. Oh, his alarm clock is like a a football helmet or Could've something. Could have been the Cowboys. Could have been the Raiders. Probably had it since he was nine. You know, he can't afford to replace <laughs> that alarm clock. <laughs> he doesn't even have a comforter. Nobody you know? What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need one on the beach? Yes. You always need a comforter. If you're a hardcore surfer, and I think I know the answer before I ask this. That we're um, hardcore surfers. <laughs> no. Would you ride the 50-year storm to your death? Yes. I think yes. I think yes, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially when, when, you're, yes. when your only other choice is go to a cage. No, no, no. Not even, not even, like, not even that situation. Just like, you know what? This is the big this storm. This is the ultimate. This is how I want to go out. It's the ultimate. Is this how you're going to do it? Yeah, for sure. You know, you're, you're not on this earth that long, especially if you're dedicated to one sport or whatever. You know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go that way? Yeah, if the best book ever came out and I had to die when I finished it, let's do this. Just kidding. <laughs> let me just, let me, let me get through some of the stuff that here, just the closing things here. Does Tyler find the badge on her own or did Bodhi tell her that Utah was an FBI agent? No, she mm. didn't know because we see her before they go to bed and she's like very... You know, like what happened, and all. But of then these later, things. she shoots the. She kind of came well, bust right the door there. Do so, we, but I mean, so I think what you're asking is, did she leave in the middle of the night, go see Brody, or give him a call, or Bodie? something? Bodie, Bodie, Brody, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I think. Look, he told her there's something that could affect us in a big way, and she's like, Shh, save it for later. And I think. Uh, <laughs> The emotions got the best of her, and she went snooping around and found a gun and a badge. Yeah. And that's really what happened. She couldn't. She couldn't wait. But Bodhi didn't do that. So yeah. No, I don't think Bodhi stuff. did either. It was. It was her own curiosity. It was her own. Well, and also, y'all have never been chicks, so mm. I am mm. the only one that can speak to this experience. You totally snoop. You totally snoop. Mm. You know, you're just like, mm. not until later when you're like, hmm, this may be getting serious. But then you start snooping. <laughs> she was just doing normal stuff. When they're checking out like um, the hair on the beach, mm -hmm. um, and Pappas like gets those guys that are like under the beach towel, and he's like, "When you guys are done making out, I need to talk to you." And like, <laughs> um, were they just smoking weed or what? Is that? No, like I a... think they were sniffing aerosol or something like that. Is that? A... There was like a sound of like spraying something under there. I was paying attention. Was that? On that is one. that a fun thing to do on the beach? I don't know. I've never tried it. Well, maybe we should. Maybe give the it a weed go. part. I don't know about the aerosol maybe should, or. Uh... Maybe we should give it a go, Scotty. Get, see, see how that is. <laughs> what does it mean when Johnny Utah says, "This is for little rubber people who can't shave yet"? What does that mean? Yeah, I, I think it's like tiny, like because I mean, you see the kid that's in there, and he's like, "Surfing will change your life," sure. and he's like twelve. It's you sure. know? It's, it's never yeah. too late. Like, I guess, he's like, like I'm twenty five. I guess in the movie, yeah. he's really flexible and he can't shave yet. You start surfing when you're really young, I guess, and of course they all wear um, 
uh, what are the, the wetsuits oh, or the whatever wet too. Yeah. So, so you yeah. know, even at 25, you you're too whole, old. You don't see a whole lot of older surfers. Bodie's probably the oldest one out there. Mm. He's the most seasoned, you know? So the fact that he's stuck with it this long. That it's like was a his, fine wine. That was his love. Mm. The fine wine. <laughs> but you know what? Wines can go bad if you keep them too long. Oh. That's, that's why he had to go out on that wave and, you know, say goodbye to the world. <laughs> Any final thoughts on Point Break? Uh, you know, I, I looked up a little bit before, you know, I haven't seen this movie in eight years, and I thought it was interesting that for one time, the, what IMDB and then also Rotten Tomatoes rating was, was actually lower than what the audience gave it. So I think the, the what that says is, you know, the audience really liked the movie, even though everybody understands that's kind of cheesy and the critics weren't necessarily you know, maybe they're a little too hard on, on it for what it is or whatever. So that was kind of interesting to me. A lot of times it's like the opposite of that. Um, maybe the critics are really good and the audience is kind of like, ah, no, it wasn't as good as y'all said it. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the movie overall. Uh, you know, it's a classic. So. Um, I think it's a great bromance. You know, there aren't a lot of good bromances out there. And that part of this movie was very well done. You definitely see their connection. You see, like, why they're doing these things for each other. And uh, you completely buy into it. And I think that's where a lot of the, like, love of this movie comes from. It's not from all the adrenaline, although that helps, you know. It's from their relationship. It's from their connection. And uh, that's that's definitely my favorite part of this movie. All right. Well, What's don't, your final part? My final part is... You have to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> this movie withstands the test of time. Like the ocean. Like Bodie. Um, I love it. I love it. Been watching it for like 25 years. Um, you gonna watch it for the next 25. Yeah. I'm gonna, I've got it, we got it on DVD here. And we'll get it online. We won't have DVDs in 25 years. <laughs> where we're going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there are no I'll roads. buy the thing where it like, gets in, like a chip in your head. Um, whatever that is, like the cloud, um, the cloud yeah. that exists right now. No, no, no. It's like, it'll be, it'll be like the blade the super cloud. version. Yes. Yeah, super cloud. No, love this movie. Favorite Patrick Swayze movie. Probably my favorite Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, speed's pretty good. I love speed. Speed is great. Keanu yeah. Reeves has had a really great career. I, I was just thinking <laughs> of Lake House. <laughs> oh my God. Matrix. The Lake House is good. Uh, that's how we wanted to get our dog. We just wanted a dog to like find us. Oh, on the to street. like show up, like show up, like in front of our garage, like in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see. I didn't watch you haven't seen it? Oh, we gotta watch that sometime. <laughs> okay, so don't forget to listen to the Use Your Illusion Double Podcast companion to this episode with me and Aunt D. You can email us at macandcheesemovies at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Mac and Cheese Movie. Good night.